I'm Bhakti Lalita, and this is my new podcast, Hari Kata. Hari Kata. Hari means one who removes all inauspiciousness, all lamentation and sadness and suffering and sin, and who in turn fills us with happiness, with charm, beauty, sweetness, affection, love, all fulfillment that we are searching for. So Hari and Kata. Kata means stories, discussions about Hari. So um, we are beginning on a very special occasion, the most auspicious occasion of Shigor Purnima, that is the appearance of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who is Radha and Krishna combined into one form. He appeared on this earth at this time as the Yuga, uh, Kali Yuga avatar, the avatar of mercy, of divine love. And in Premadhama Strotram by Srila Bhakti Rakak Sridhar Dev Goswami Marsh, he said, Atma Siddha Savalila Purnashukya Lakshanam Swanubhava Mata Nitya Kirtanatma Vantanam Advaitaika Laksha Purna Tattva Tatparat Param Premadhama Devameva Nomni Ghora Sundaram Premadhama Devameva this is the all-conquering conclusion. The highest conception of the ultimate reality must also be the highest form of ananda, ecstasy. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna, ecstasy himself, tasting his own sweetness and dancing in ecstatic joy. His own holy name is the cause of his ecstasy, expressed as dancing, and the holy name is the effect of his ecstasy, expressed as chanting. A cause is the effect. The dynamo is creating ecstatic energy which makes him dance, and his chanting distributes that ecstasy to others. I offer my obeisances to that beautiful golden lord, Goranga Sundar, the divine form of Krishna Prema. So, we always want to do something. If we're going to start something new, we want to do it on an auspicious day and for the pleasure of our Lord and Masters and do it with the intention of service, seva. So that is my intention. And we wanted to do something uh, on a regular basis, a podcast on a regular basis that is not a fixed format, but uh, going with the flow and uh, sometimes chanting, sometimes reading, sometimes telling stories, sometimes per personal reflections. And uh, in this way, we'll just see how we feel and go as, as we go along. We'll just 
do something from our hearts, from our heart to your heart, heart to heart. And uh, the intention is to try to uplift our listeners, our viewers, try to bring some peace and auspiciousness and goodwill and share Harikata with anyone who's interested to listen. And this is what will bring us our fulfillment in life, hearing about Hari, hearing about the glories and the stories and the discussions of, of the Supreme Person, divinity personified, the infinite, who we are all uh, innately connected to and searching for. So some uh, little push came down from above for me to, to distribute a little more, to make more of an endeavor to share what I've learned from my spiritual master, masters, plural, it's more than one. All are, I have my initiating spiritual master, Srila Bhakti Sundar Govindadev Goswami Marsh, my grandfather master, Srila Bhakti Rakak Sridhardev Goswami Marsh, all our predecessor masters in our lineage, the Rupanuga Sampradaya, and everyone surrounding me. I'm always trying to be open to learning from everyone and everything in the environment, trying to see what the Lord behind the scenes, behind the screen is sharing for us, teaching us, showing us. So this new podcast was something that was meant for me to, to uh, engage in, to be a little more sharing and less introverted. For this whole pandemic, I've been more introverted and just keeping a very low profile in the garden, taking care of the ashram and the animals and the plants and the, those who needed my support. That's where my energy was going, but I have more energy now and it's coming out and sharing in the form of this podcast. So, Gaur Purnima Day, this is the day our Lord has appeared, the, the avatar of divine love, and we hope he will be pleased with my humble endeavors and bless all our listeners with all auspiciousness. I wanted to share the uh, composition of Srila Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami. We chant these verses from the Chaitanya Charitamrita during Gopurnima. And it beautifully describes the appearance surrounding Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And these are verses 89 to 124 from Chaitanya Charitamrita by Kaviraj Goswami. Jai Jai Shri Chaitanya Jai Nityananda 
Chayadvaita Chandra Jai Gora Bhaktarinda Choda Sata Sata Shake Masha Jefagun Punamashira Shondya Kali Hoile Subhakshan Thus, in the year 1407 of the Saka era, A.D. 1486, in the month of Falgun, which is March-April, on the evening of the full moon, the desired auspicious moment appeared. Simharashi Simhalagna Ucha Graha Gon Saravhargra Ashtavhargra Sarvad Sulakshan According to the Jyotir Veda, or the Vedic astronomy, when the figure of the lion appears both in the zodiac and the time of birth, Lagna, this indicates a very high conjunction of planets, an area under the influence of Sadavarga and Ashtavarga, which are all auspicious moments. When the spotless moon of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu became visible, what would be the need for a moon of black marks on his body? Considering this, Rahu, the black planet, covered the full moon, and immediately vibrations of Krishna, Krishna, Hari inundated the three worlds. All the people thus chanted the holy names during the lunar eclipse, and their minds were struck with wonder. When the whole world was thus chanting the holy names Hari Hari, Krishna in the form of Gorahari advented himself on the earth. The whole world was pleased. While the Hindus chanted the holy name of the Lord, the non-Hindus, especially the Muslims, jokingly imitated the words. All the, la the ladies vibrated the holy name and chanted Huli, 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 while in the heavenly planets, dancing and music were going on, and the demigods were very curious. In this atmosphere, all the ten directions became jubilant, as did the waves of the rivers. Moreover, all beings moving and non-moving were overwhelmed with transcendental bliss. By his causeless mercy, the full moon, Gorahari, rose in the district of Nadia, which is compared to Udhayagiri, where the sun first becomes visible. His rising in the sky dissipated the darkness of sinful life, and thus the three worlds became joyful and chanted the holy name of the Lord. At the time, Sri Adwaita Acharya, in his own house at Shantipur, was dancing in a happy mood. Taking Haridas Thakur with him, they danced and loudly chanted the holy names of the Lord. But why were they dancing? No one could understand. Seeing the lunar eclipse and laughing, both Adwaita Charja and Haridas Thakur immediately went to the bank of the Ganges to bathe in that sacred river in the great jubilation. Taking advantage of the occasion of the lunar eclipse, Adwaita Charja in his mind offered various kinds of charity to the Brahmanas. When he saw the whole world was jubilant, Haridas Thakur in his mind astonished directly and indirectly expressed himself to Advaita Charja. Your dancing and distributing charity are very pleasing to me. I can understand that there is some special purpose in these actions. Acharya Ratna and Srivastaka were overwhelmed with joy 
and immediately they also went to the bank of the Ganges to bathe there. Their minds full of happiness, they chanted the holy names of Hari, and in their minds also meditated and offered charity. In this way, all the devotees, wherever they were situated, in every city, in every land, danced, performed kirtan, the congregational chanting of the Lord's names, and in their mind offered all benedictions to others, being overwhelmed with joy. Many respectful Brahmin gentlemen and ladies carrying plates filled with various gifts came with their presentations. Seeing the newborn child, whose form resembled shining gold, all of them with happiness offered their blessings. Savitri, Gauri, Sachi, Rambha, Arundhati, and all the celestial ladies also came there dressed as the wives of Brahmanas and brought with them many varieties of gifts for the child. All the inhabitants of the heavenly planets, including the Gandharvas, the Siddhas, the residents of Charanaloka, offered their prayers, sang and danced, accompanied by the sound of musical instruments and the beating of drums. Also the holy town of Navadvip, dancers, musicians and poets gathered together and began to celebrate the Lord's appearance. No one could understand who was coming and who was going, who was dancing and who was singing, nor could they understand each other's language. But in effect, all unhappiness and lamentation were immediately dissipated, and people became joyous. Jagannath Mishra, the father of Gaurahari, was completely overwhelmed with happiness. Chandrasekhar Acharya and Srivas Thakur both came to the house of Jagannath Mishra. They performed the different ceremonies according to religious principles which are prescribed for the birth of a child. Jagannath Mishra also gave away much wealth in charity. Whatever riches Jagannath Mishra had collected in the form of gifts and presents, and whatever he had in his house, he distributed among the brahmanas, the singers, the dancers, poets, and the poor. He honored them all by giving them riches in charity. The wife of Srivas Thakur, whose name was Malani, accompanied by the wife of Chandrasekhar and other ladies, came there in great happiness to worship the baby with such articles as vermilion, turmeric, scented oil, a kind of puff rice called koi, bananas and coconuts. One day, shortly after Gorahari was born, Dwaita Acharya's wife, Sita Thakurani, who is worshipable by the whole world, at the request of her husband, went to see that topmost child with all kinds of gifts. She brought different kinds of presents made from gold, such as bracelets, coins, necklaces, ankle ornaments, a conch shell covered with gold, and other kinds of jewelry for the child. She also brought a locket with a tiger nail set in gold, belts made of silk and lace, silk saris and shawls, as well as silk clothing for the newly born child. Riding in a palanquin covered with cloth and accompanied by maidservants, Sita Thakurani came to the house of Jagannath Mishra, bringing with her many auspicious articles, such as durva grass, rice paddy, turmeric, kumkum, and sandalwood. 
All these presentations filled a large basket. When Sita Thakurani, bringing with her many kinds of food, clothes, and other gifts, came to the house of Sachi Devi, the mother of Gorahari, Sita Thakurani was astonished to see the newly born child, and she could appreciate that except for a difference in color, the child was directly Lord Krishna of Gokul himself. Seeing the divine effulgence of the child, the well-formed different parts of his golden body, which were covered with auspicious signs, Sita Thakurani was very much pleased, and because of maternal affection, she felt as if her heart were melting. She blessed the newly born child by placing fresh durva grass and paddy on his head, saying, May you live long. Protect him from ghosts and witches. She gave the child the name Nimai. To protect him from ghosts and witches, she gave him the name Nimai. Sita Thakurani gave gifts to the mother and child at the time of his birth when the child was brought from the residence where he was born back to the home of Jagannath Mishra. Then Sita Thakurani, being honored by Mother Sachi Devi and Jagannath Mishra, returned to her home in Shantipur. In this way, Sachi Devi and Jagannath Mishra, having obtained a son who was the husband of the goddess of fortune, had all their desires fulfilled. Their house was always filled with riches and grains. As they looked upon the beloved body of the Lord, day after day their happiness increased. Jagannath Mishra was an ideal Vaishnava, a devotee of the Lord. He was peaceful, restrained in the enjoyment of his senses, pure and self-controlled. He therefore had no desire to enjoy material opulence. Whatever money that came because of the influence of his divine son, he gave in charity to the brahmanas and for the worship of Lord Vishnu. After calculating the astrological chart for the child, Gorahari, Nilambar Chakravarti privately said, to Jagannath Mishra, that he saw all the different auspicious symptoms of a great personality in both the body and horoscope of the child. He revealed that in the future this child would deliver the whole universe. In this way, the Lord, out of causeless mercy, made his advent in the house of Sachi Devi. The Lord Gorahari is very merciful to anyone who hears this narration of his birth and gives that person the shelter of his lotus feet. Anyone who attains a human birth but does not have the opportunity to hear of Gorahari is unfortunate. Instead of drinking nectar from the river of devotional service, if one drinks from the poison well of mundane happiness, it would have been better not to have lived at all. Taking on my head as my own wealth the lotus feet of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Sri Nityananda Prabhu, Adwaita Charja Chandra, Sri Sarupdamodar, Sri Rupa and Raghunath, and all the devotees of Mahaprabhu, I, Krishna Das, sing the glories of the Lord's appearance. Jai Gaurahari, Jai Sri Gaurapurnima Ki, Jai, Jai Srila Gurudev and Guru Maharaj, and all our Rupa Nuga Guru Varga, and uh, Jai to Navadip Dham, Mayapur Dham, Vrindavan Dham, all the holy Vaishnavas, my 
humble obeisance to all the devotees and my affectionate regards and good wishes to all our friends and well-wishers listening to our new podcast. So stay tuned for the next edition and uh, may your good wishes be upon me in my humble endeavor. And thank you to Devendra Prabhu, our sound and cameraman, making this all possible. Jai Gurudev. Jai Om Vishnu Bhakti Sundar Govindadev Goswami Marshki Jai. Shri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Avirbhav Mahahutsav Titi Ki Jai. Nitai Go Premanande Haribo.